coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Den. This is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to have a general conversation and catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, with me is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. And thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, I realize now as I listened to the intro you just played us before we came on air, and then saying it again, that I always say, we're only four episodes in, but I always say, coming to you live, and obviously we're not, because when not you listen to this, I'm not live. It's if just you believe recorded. me when I say that we're live, you have fallen again for a trap of disinformation. It'd be weird if it was live, because you, you <laughs> no matter hear when, it, no matter when you listen to it, we're just ready to we're go. We're ready to go. <laughs> Whenever you hit play on Spotify, we get notified. Like, Here we right, are, all right. From the top. <laughs> We got a show to do. That'd be hilarious. I feel like that's kind of like the Muppets. You know, remember the Muppets <laughs> had the Muppet show? It's like, just tell them to put on a show. Um, have you, speaking of the Muppets, have you ever heard the 12 Days of Christmas by the Muppets? I don't think so. It's just like the normal 12 <laughs> Days of Christmas song, but like... It's the, the Muppets thing? Yeah. And I think it's day eight. It's Beaker. And it's like, on the eighth day of Christmas... <laughs> <laughs> It just gets me every time. It's a great song. Funny. Yeah, it's a I, song. I always like Alvin and the Trip, the Alvin and the Chipmunk song because of this, the part where Alvin doesn't answer and it pisses. Uh, what's his name? Dave. I, th- Who, I th- Alvin. He just yells at him. It just gets angrier and angrier as the song progresses. It's like the perfect Christmas. I song. made I made a Christmas playlist on my phone. Yeah, and I put the Alvin and the Chipmunk song on there. That's one of them. It's, it's a good song. It's all right. It's a classic. I have two versions of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch on there. Seems like the only one that matters is the one that goes, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. I think that's all. You really? No, but it's the one guy in his voice. Yeah, yeah, the main one. heel. Yeah, that's That's pretty good. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. Mr. Grinch. It's kind of like that, right? (sighs) Like, was there, and then it wasn't. No. It was like, kind of came in and out. Not well. I mean, I'm not a, an impersonator. I only do one. What's your one impersonator? <laughs> oh, it goes with the Muppet theme. Isn't it Kermit, Kermit the Frog? The frog. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there, Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh shit, that's pretty good. Somewhere we'll find it. The Rainbow Connection for lovers and dreamers and me. That's pretty good. I don't do any impersonator. I think I could do Goofy. Long gorge. That's pretty good. <laughs> that and a seagull. <laughs> you could impersonate a yeah impersonate a seagull. Oh 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 no that wasn't. That's it. kind of like a jungle noise. Yeah no that wasn't it. Oh. I feel like it's a pretty good. Both seagull. dogs are looking at you like they're very confused. Oh pepper's growing. Pepper may eat my face before this podcast. <laughs> Stay is over. tuned to the end, and there's a you'll hear Pepper almost maul Frankie. Pepper's the scariest <laughs> dog that's never attacked me. She's kind of attacked you a few times. Not really. Like she's never done anything, but she's a scary one, man. She knows we're talking about her. Yeah, look at her. She just moved over. Now she's just staring at <clears throat> both of us. So, Dolphins won today. Yeah, but I don't even care about the Dolphins. All right. I want to talk about the Jets. <laughs> I fucking hate the Jets. They're the biggest embarrassment in all of sports. Listen, we're both Yankees. If fans. you're a Jets fan and you're listening to this, just know you're not welcome. You know who you are, Joe. That's it. <laughs> Called you out by name. Dylan. I expect a text tomorrow morning about how shitty your team is, but how you're happy because they lost. But, all right, we're both Yankee fans, and I feel like we both hate the Mets. Yes. But hating the Mets is almost like comical. Because it's like, they're the Mets. And the Jets are very similar. Like, that they just they always fuck up. They're, they're never actually good or do anything good. But there's something about when the Jets do it. I hate them More than any team. So much. More than any team. They like, don't do anything right. There were a few years when the Patriots were in the middle of it. Like in 2011-12, when I think I might have said the Patriots more than the Jets. But for the most part, throughout my life, the Jets have always been my least, 
my most hated rival in all sports. Like, and it includes like the Red Sox Yankees at the heat of the rivalry. No, still the Jets. Like, the Jets are the worst. Their team, their colors, their logo, their general smell. Just the their name. Their fans. The yeah, name everything Jets? About yeah. Like, no, you're named after a plane? Ah. Oh. How today they're going <laughs> to win against the Raiders? And obviously, we're Dolphins fans. One, I don't want Trevor Lawrence in our division. No. Don't want that at all. But two, the Raiders are right behind us in the in the hunt for a wild card spot. A loss to them, so, soften them up. Yeah, that loss would have been great. So here I am, I get excited because the Jets go up, they stop them on fourth down near the near the goal line, and they had, I think it was like a minute and a half, and the Raiders only had two timeouts. We flipped on our game, went back to the Jets game. Classic. The Raiders had the ball with 30 seconds. The Jets wasted no time. Yeah, how did they even get the ball back? Because the Jets are terrible, and this is what it comes down to. And that play at the end of the game, I don't think it's just the Jets being bad. I think that was willfully just poor play calling so they could lose <laughs> because they're terrible and they want Trevor Lawrence. But I think the league needs to step in because if any, if you remember last year when the Dolphins were tanking, and the Dolphins ended up with five <laughs> wins, may I remind you, but when we were tanking, the fucking media... Twitter, everyone was talking shit about the Dolphins and how it was an embarrassment to football that we dare lose a game on purpose. We and when the Jets do it, no one gives a fuck. Fuck you. Fuck the <clears throat> Jets. They shouldn't be allowed to even get Trevor Lawrence. They should actually get their draft picks taken away from them because I hate them that much. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of agree with most of what you said. I think that it's... I still think the Jets are going to manage to win a game and screw it up because I don't think the Jaguars will win a game. So I still think the Jaguars have the inside track, even though right now Here's the, the Jets are ahead in the race. But the issue with that is that the Jets' schedule coming up is the Seahawks, who right now are losing to the Giants. So maybe the Seahawks really aren't that good. Um, the Rams, Browns, and Patriots. Yeah, and none, all which, these teams are clicking Yeah, right like, which game do you... Except for the Seahawks. Like, if the Seahawks wind up losing this game to the Giants... I gotta be honest. The Dolphins win today. We're 8-4. I'm very happy about that. If I'm being unbiased, which I'm never unbiased, but trying my best, I think the Dolphins' playoff shot is actually pretty tough now. Then the loss against Denver looms large. It's gonna... The Browns winning today, it hurts. And then, not really though, because like they were probably gonna get in ahead the of Colts, you anyway. But the Colts and the Browns are gonna are gonna be there. All right, let's do a little a quick little playoff picture. You have to fend okay. off the Ravens and you have to fend off the Raiders. Okay, I'm not worried about the Raiders because all right, we're eight and four. The Raiders sit at seven and five. Seven and five. Okay. We have, we have one, the Chiefs. We play the Raiders head-to-head, though. We play the Raiders head-to-head, so just win that game. But we play the Chiefs, which, if Xavier Howard doesn't get suspended because of the bullshit from today, which he shouldn't get suspended. I'm just worried Devontae he shouldn't have even got suspended. But if Devontae gets suspended, I don't even think it's the worst case because like our offense already sucks anyway, so what's the difference? Two but our defense, our defense needs to be healthy, everyone on the field ready to go against the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, Chiefs, Pats, Raiders, Bills. If the Bills already have the division clinched up by that last game... Well, what are they, the Bills doing today? Who are they playing? They don't play until tomorrow. They play the 49ers tomorrow. All right, so we need them to lose to the 49ers. Correct. Well, no... I don't know. Do we? Is, the, is there really a chance that we can take the division? Yeah, because we play them again, don't we? Yeah, we, I mean, we play them, so we're... But they have the tiebreaker over us. doesn't matter. Because if we can win... If we can beat the Patriots... And beat the Raiders. Even if we lose to the Chiefs. Dude, why is it so hard to get a record? <clears throat> if the Bills lose to, tomorrow to the 49ers, and the Dolphins go into that Week 16, we'd, be, we'd have the same record. Right? Correct. Maybe. So then it won't, Then the tiebreaker won't matter. If they lose tomorrow... Yeah, the Bills are 8-3. and three. If they lose tomorrow, we're, we have, we'd both we're tied, but they have the They'd have the tiebreaker. tiebreaker. But then if we lose to the Chiefs... They play the Steelers, who are undefeated, but 
I think the Bills can win that game because I don't think the Steelers are really that good. Um, then they play the Broncos, the Pats, and then us. Honestly, the Patriots are kind of the key to everything. The Patriots to, are the weirdest fucking team this year. We have to beat the Pats. They look shit, then they look good. Today, they're absolutely killing the Chargers. So we have to be able to go into New England. And no, we no, need, we're at home, aren't we? Yeah, we're at home. Yeah. We need to beat the Pats, and then we need the, the Pats, Pats to, to beat, beat the, the Bills. Bills. Correct. We need the Bills to take another loss. Yeah. Two more. Really, yeah, two more. Because we'd have we don't to... Wanna go, we wouldn't go into that week tied. You gotta figure... We're, we're sitting at four losses yeah. with four games left. You gotta figure best case scenario is three and one in the last four. I think that... You're not winning all four. No, I really do And think... I think most likely scenario is two and two. And even one and three is likely. Yeah, I think one and three is like... They're tough games. How could you be even mad at that? No, because if you go one and three, you end your year nine, nine and six, se- nine and seven. Nine and se- yeah, and you'd be like, "Wow, we improved from last year. We were in the playoff race. Yeah. It would suck." But at the same time, like that's why I think our playoff shot is tough now, because like you have to win. But one game at a time. If you can find a way at home to stifle the Chiefs' offense, and if Tua can go out there and sling the ball around, it's not like the Chiefs' defense is. Fantastic. They're good. Next week's going to be really fun. I'm, I'm really excited to play the Chiefs. I've been looking forward to this game for like five weeks now. Yeah, um, for a long time. And Tua's... Tua's good. I He's want, good. He I'm so t- it's so weird how much <laughs> attention Tua gets for like not being good. And like, well, not not being good. It's just everyone keeps... Like, Is Tua anything? Tua's the best rookie quarterback. I, look, let's not. He's get better crazy. than Herbert. He was better. He's better than what Burrow was doing until Burrow got hurt. He is. Seven touchdowns, no interceptions, ninety-nine passer rating over his games. He's four and one as a starter. Like, what are we talking about? He's he's fucking awesome. He's completing his passes at a sixty-three percent clip. His yardage isn't great, but I would I would say that's more of a product of Changeli and the offense play calling. The offense, the offense is. The offense is growing into itself. This is all very new with very young players. And they're all trying to learn where they're at. But they showed a lot of progress today. Tua found confidence in the Gesicki matchup. When they're not up against really good cornerbacks, and when the there's time in the pocket, Tua looks plenty confident. And that's all you could really hope for at this stage. And He's as accurate. he like, don't forget today he would have had he threw ninety five. Some... He would have had a ninety five yard touchdown pass today if Jakeem Grant just catches caught the ball. ball. Yeah, and that drive turns into nothing. Yeah, what it what happened? That's the fumble. Mm. No, what happens on that drive? I don't even remember what happens on that drive, but I don't think anything really happens. But oh, that was the penalty. That's what when happened? everything. That's when everyone got thrown out of the game. No, no, that was way. Oh no, no that, was that, was way, yeah, that was way after the fact. <laughs> I well, don't know. I don't know what that drive turned into. I, I don't think it turned into points. No, it, it definitely didn't. wasn't a touchdown. No, it didn't. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm optimistic with the Dolphins, but at the same time, it's just at this point, I really feel like we're playing with house money. You have your toughest part of the schedule coming up. You're sitting at eight and four. Go out, have fun. Try to win these games. But I do think today's like kind of brawl and, ex- and, suspe- and uh, getting people thrown out and shit. I think it's a bonding. I, I, I agree. Let them get together. Coming, Flores <laughs> fucking flew on the field charging Zach Taylor and the Bengals. I don't know. Maybe it brings them together and galvanizes this team going forward. And maybe these last it helps that, that confidence and that fire that this team has. This team really believes in itself. Yeah. So, you know, that's a positive. Yeah. We'll see what happens. They could really shock the world. If they could go out there and shock the world and beat the Chiefs, then I don't want to then the sky's the limit. It. I don't <sighs> sky's the limit. If Tua just out balls. If Mahomes. our defense can just stop Mahomes somehow. Here's our the our thing. defense has been okay. lights out, dude. It's How I know we even play in bad teams, but even when we play good teams, our defense has been lights out this year. Pretty great. But this is a different type of offense. This isn't an offense we've seen. But we before. don't need them to hold them to zero. Just hold them to like 25. 
The Chiefs average 31 points a game. We average giving up 17 points a game. Yeah. So don't give it's up. It's a fun matchup. Don't give up 35. Just meet in the middle. Just give up like <laughs> 23. And then see what the offense does. I just don't want it to get. Remember last year's game against the Ravens? Well, that's usually what happens. I don't want one of those games where it's like I get all excited, we go into it, and then like before I blink, the Chiefs are up like 44 nothing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh. No. Yeah, it's always dangerous to have hope as a Dolphins fan. Yeah, you don't want hope. But, but right now I have In a summation, fuck the Jets. Go Dolphins. Giants are... The beginning of the year when the Giants are getting talked about in conjunction with the Jets is like, oh, New York football's terrible. Fuck you. The Giants are so much better than the Jets. They shouldn't even be in the same sentence. The, the Giants, Giants are beating are in... the Seahawks. They're going to win this division without Daniel Jones, with Colt McCoy throwing passes into the fucking ground. No, I love Colt McCoy. He's good. He's not good. The, the Giants aren't good, though. Listening to their, the fans, their listen, defense listen. is good. Their defense is good. Their defense is... The Seahawks have five points. In the fourth quarter. The Seahawks have been... Russell Wilson can't do anything. He's getting suffocated. The Seahawks defense over the last, like... Actually, the last time the Seahawks offense looked good, that was when they played us. And that was the last time our defense looked bad. Correct. So, like, that was a turning point for both of our seasons. But the Seahawks offense isn't a a point-scoring offense. The Giants defense is okay, but they're like their defense is what our defense was last year, and they're only being talked about the way they are is because they're in New York, and people are desperate to talk about New York teams. But the Jets are terrible. The Jets are a whole nother le- level of te- terrible, and there's no leadership in an Adam Gates locker room. Wow. The Se- the Seahawks have 51 yards this half, and they've had the ball for eight minutes and 58 seconds. But that's good defense. The Giants haven't. This will be the best team the Giants will have beaten. And that's a pick. And the Giants nice. pick Russell Wilson off. No, I'm telling you, this Giants team is good. Yeah. They're we, not good. They're the best team in the division. The only argument you can make is like maybe the Redskins or uh, the football team. The football team's not bad either. I like what I've saw. But the Cowboys are out terrible. of Washington so far. But none. But that's my point, though. None of them are good. Those are they're all bad teams. They're all bad teams. The Cowboys with Dak Prescott. The Raiders. Not a bad team. The Raiders are better than the Giants. Um, I don't know. The Raiders. The Ravens bar- are better than the, the Giants. The Raiders barely beat the Jets. If the Giants played, the, that doesn't oh, wait, matter wait. though. No, but it, it kind of does because yeah. if the Giants played the Jets today. I mean, if the Giants played the Raiders today, the Giants win that game. Not necessarily. I don't oh, necessarily think so. 100%. No way. It's week to week. But right now, the Giants are a 4-7 team. They're playing good. They're playing okay. Yeah. Their defense is rolling. They're playing well. They're going to make the playoffs at, like... But they're going to lose in the first seven round. 7-9. doesn't matter who they play. They're going to lose that game. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're bad. They're a bad team. They shouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna get in the playoffs over at least one, but probably multiple teams that are better than them. This is when sports annoys me because like we're sitting in the AFC with yeah, like biting our nails. (laughs) We're eight and four. We're like we might not make the playoffs. Meanwhile, the Giants are four and seven. Like we got a good shot. But this is what I've been saying for both baseball and the NFL for years now. And that's it. I like the expanded playoffs, like giving more teams hope for longer. It makes sense, but they just need more teams. They there is a market for two or th- to two to four more teams in each of those leagues, so that you can expand the playoffs without watering down your regular season. I agree. And there's enough talent. There really is. Yeah. It might for the first generation or two, maybe not, but there is. There, there is, is enough is. talent. Look how many college football players there are in the world. There's a lot of them. Expand the draft back to when it was 850 million rounds and just have a normal draft. Like, don't make it a TV show. Go pick players for a few days. Make your team better. Have a minor league. Develop talent. Invest in it. A minor league football league would be sick. But like a true minor league football league. Not, they can not call the XFL. Yeah. Not the the Alliance. Not, nothing like that. Do an actual just minor league football, football league. 
that like overlaps a little bit during the season so that you can have extra Completely, players. Completely like use the rules to your advantage to like really try to keep players healthy because you obviously don't want players getting ridiculous injuries down in the minor leagues of their football. But yeah, I agree. Something like that would be really awesome. But all right, um, so shifting gears into Christmas. How has your Christmas week been? We have had uh, a lot of time together because we spent Friday hanging Christmas lights. I appreciated all your help. Um, I'm a big Christmas light guy. I find it to be very fun. I like doing it. I enjoy decorating for Christmas. Um, and yeah, we spent all of, what day was that? That was Friday? Yeah, I think so. In the rain. The, the cold, cold rain. Cleaning my gutters, too. Drinking milk beer. Milk beer. Guinness has a, a milk beer that I would recommend to people if you like Guinness and you like things that are marketed well. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really good. It's, it's just a good. creamy it's Guinness. Yeah. It's a creamier version of Guinness. Because Guinness is already creamy, but it's even creamier. Guinness, is, I think, has like a hint of like a chocolatey taste to it. And I think the, cre- the milk fish. is like... <laughs> Guinness is fishy. Well, whatever you want to call it. It's made with like fish livers. It filters out. They use like fish livers as like I was, a filter. I'm trying to. That's real. I swear to God, I'm not. Frank, that I was up. in the plant. I was in like literally two years ago. I stood where they make. Are you Guinness. calling me a liar? No, I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is, I don't remember that, and I feel like I would. Listen, you had AAA come out to just take your key out of your car and put your car into park. So don't tell me what you remember. I did do that today. Yeah, why don't you tell the people that, huh? We'll get into that. Well, fish, talk about, I want to talk about the Christmas lights. Fish, liver, Guinness. Guinness. Fish, liver, and Guinness beer. Brewers often use fish bladders, more formally known as... not going to be able to pronounce that. Icing glass. For the filtering of cask beers, the substance, which is gelatinous, is used to filter yeast and other unwanted solids from beer. So that doesn't say Guinness does that. But you, I'm right. <laughs> no. Listen, it doesn't matter if I'm right. This is disinformation. Just go out there and tell everybody you know fish bladders are in Guinness. I was in the Guinness plant, and I don't remember that. I know that there's listen. You think nitrogen? You think when you go to the Guinness plant, they're shell, they're telling you everything? I don't know. No, no shot. I mean, that's a nice long tour. You go through like all the floors where they make it. It's pretty cool. I recommend you go. You go I, if I you go to Ireland, not, it's pretty sick. It. Give you the free beer at the end. Free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the Christmas lights. Um, we spent we spent a long time doing the lights in the cold when they were. <clears right. throat> But I think it was worth it because I think it came out absolutely beautiful. Um, you live on a lake, and what's really cool is like if you go around the lake to the other side. You've just doxed me. All of our fans are going to stand on the right. other side of the lake and wave. You're right. Because you calling this the park studio, <laughs> which is the name of the street. No! <laughs> no! No! All right, that, those are your cookie crumbs. The street is... <laughs> The street is Parkview, and it's by a lake. Remember, they're good all, luck. Remember, they're alt-right extremists over there. Um, Bring the eggs and spray paint. No. But yeah, if you go around the lake and from the other side, look at the house. It looks. You great. can see the back of the house all lit up, and it's. I think we did a fantastic job. I would like to do more, but <laughs> we could do more next year. I think we did enough yeah, this year. We we'll build on it. Yeah, we build on it. But I think it looks really good. Really happy with the job we did. Yeah, I do too. I mean. I'm not one who likes to hang lights, but I know that you enjoy it, so being able to do it with you helps me get through it. So it was nice to have you around to actually motivate me to put the lights at my own house. So I really appreciate that. And your wife was very appreciative of it. Yeah. I think all the neighbors probably are, unless they hate Christmas lights, in which case they're probably pissed. Yeah, but if you hate Christmas lights, <laughs> like, that's fine. You can hate Christmas lights, but, like... You can't get mad at other people. <laughs> oh my god, the Giants got another pick? No. Like, you can't hate Christmas lights or hate other people for putting Christmas lights up. It's like, it's Christmas. Everyone puts Christmas lights up. Can you imagine if Ebenezer Scrooge lived when there were Christmas lights? What would he say about He'd Christmas He'd be so lights? pissed off. Like, what the heck? 
You think that's what he would say? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Not Bah Humbug. Bah Humbug. fucking likes. I think he'd say something fucking... like that. Does he curse? Hell yeah. Scrooge? <laughs> Have you not seen the unedited version of A Christmas Carol? He's giving the finger everyone. Scrooge is wild. Punches little kids in the teeth. <laughs> Tells them to go fuck themselves. Wow. Yeah. That's brutal. Good movie, though. Uh, so, I did get an oil change on Friday, and since then my car has been acting up. Yeah, no, A little bit. Just very just... subtle. It's your car's completely fine, other than the fact that it just takes one or what's two. What's that called? Like when you that's start when the, a car, the engine rolls over. Yeah, it just it's like one too many before it starts going. It's just, yeah, it's just a little bit too long. It's just a couple. Too, yeah, so, so it's today, been, so I've been monitoring that. I've yeah, been so saying that my today? battery. I've been saying that my battery has been dying. So I went before the football game today. At 12 o'clock, I don't know. I have, like, Sunday rituals. So, like, if I have nothing to do, Sunday, football's on. I'm going to wake up, hopefully, no earlier than 9 because I've stayed up late the night before enjoying myself playing some video games. And then I wake up, and then I spend the morning. I clean up my area a little bit, tidy up. I take a shower. And then I am done with that around noon, and I spend that hour getting myself food. So today, I got Wendy's, and when I came back and I parked in my driveway, I sat there with my foot on the gas pedal with the emergency brake up, uh, and I finished my burger. And it was so good, and I was so happy. I was listening to the radio. Nothing was wrong. I was waiting for you to come over. And then I turned my car off, and my key wouldn't come out of the ignition. And then when I went to turn my engine back on, it wouldn't start. It would just... Stay flat, dead. Therefore, and the wait, 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 and there was a big red warning light that would come on and said, "Check charging system, check charging system." So I kept doing that, trying to get my key on, on off, on off, on off, turning it over. Nothing's happening. Battery must be dead. Battery must be dead. Pulling the key out of the ignition, couldn't get the key out. So I sat there for a while. I googled on my little phone, "What does this mean? Charge check charging system?" It said, "Oh, maybe your battery died." Usually it'll lock up your ignition if you if it if the if there's a slow drain or something. And I was like, that must be it, that must be it. So I sat there. I was like, I can't get my key out of my engine, but it's literally twelve fifty at this point. The game is about to start, and I don't care. I got nothing to do later. I'll call AAA after the game. So I left my key in the ignition, and the car unlocked because I couldn't lock the car door because the battery was dead. Obviously, so when you hit the electronics. Although the dead giveaway, the battery wasn't dead. Should have been that when I hit the lock button, the power was still working. It just wasn't starting. But it wasn't going. It just wasn't starting at all. Anyway, so I go in the house. You come over. I told you to park real close to my car so no one could ever steal my truck based on how you park your car. And then after the game, I called AAA. And by the time they came out, the first thing the dude did was put the car in a park and took the key out. And I was like... Oh, I missed the put the car in a park step that whole time. I was just convinced my battery was dead because I had already had the... That's why confirmation bias is a bad thing. Because I had already thought that my engine was dead. The battery was dead. Yeah. So well, and that, the first sign. That's your... That was how you knew confirmation <laughs> bias was bad. Is that... Yeah, it turns out if you don't put your car into park, you'll it waste will, your entire will. day and... Force, no, I, well, nothing force about a poor AAA man to drive out just to put your car in park. Nothing about either of our days changed. That guy had something to do. He said he was just sitting waiting for a call in the in the parking lot. And I was just sitting in my house waiting for the game to end. To get AAA to tell me that my car was still in park. I mean, in drive. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never claimed to be anything other than a dumbass. Like, it is all... Yeah, that's bad. Um, I want to add in segments to the show. Okay. And one of the segments I want to put in is like... Like recurring segments that we yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, Okay, like, good. Can we do like book reviews? We can do whatever we want. All right. But one of my things no is I just want to complain about shit. Good, all right. Just little things that like people probably complain about in their own lives but don't have the, the time to complain about them. Okay. Okay, so here's 
one of the something that happened. I feel like that's just week. that's what we always do. We just always complain. No, but this is all right. So this is what happened. Okay. I had to call. Who did? What did I have to call? I think it was like health insurance. So I had to call a health insurance company. And obviously, no one's ever complained no one, about health insurance. Yeah. So <clears throat> you gotta you gotta be put on hold, and they give you the option for the callback. Now, number one, I never choose callback because I don't trust the callback. Yeah. I never actually believe they're going to call me back. And how long is it going to be? Exactly. But and what if I'm doing something I, else? I knew I was going to be in the car for like a half hour. They said the callback should <laughs> and be what if you missed within the call? 15 minutes. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the callback. Bad choice. Already a mistake. They called me back pretty quickly. But here's my issue with the callback. How fucking dare you? Call me to put me back on hold. <laughs> I specifically chose callback, so I didn't have to send on hold. It should be a live person. Yeah, so I expected a live person. I answered the phone. Hello, because I kind of knew what that number was gonna be, and then it was like a robot. Like, thank you for calling. This is your callback. Please hold. I'm like, well, you called me. What do you mean hold? <laughs> so then I'm sitting there on the phone just holding. And it went on for like 10 minutes before someone picked up the phone. What is that? Why was What was the point of the callback? That is really infuriating. I would be upset with that. But see, I hate the automated systems altogether entirely. Anytime I have to call into somewhere. And just I like me, to pay my bills by phone. Just That's give just, me a person. Just give me a person to talk to. Even someone in another country somewhere. I don't care. As long as yeah. it's a real person. I feel even like if I'm they barely actually, speak English, yeah. usually I can get through that. But the automated system... Drive me insane. They're awful. Especially, like, the touchtone ones aren't terrible. What are those ones? The what? ones where you just hit the button, like, hit press 1. for Those mm. are annoying, but they're not terrible. The, the ones, ones that, that require you to speak? Or pick up every little sound so that you're anytime you're in anywhere that's not the most silent place in the world, any noise is like, I didn't understand you. Can you repeat that? And then after twice, it's like, I didn't understand you. Guess you gotta call back. It's like, you <laughs> bitch! How did you... God, oh. I just spent all this time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, find, I think it's really dumb. I find screaming belligerently obscenities into the phone connects you with a real person. I also think you just hit zero. No, no but I, I, it's more fun to just be like, "I'm so pissed off, you mother!" And then just it connects you with person. a person, and then you can be polite to that person. Be like, oh, thank you. I was so mad at your automated system, but now that I'm speaking to you, I'll be polite. Yeah, the automated system is. I get it. It saves companies money, but like. I'm, I, if there are two companies competing for my business and one has an automated system and one just like has a real person answer the phone, I'm going to use that company 10 times out of 10. Yeah, I agree. Give me real people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel that way in the grocery store checkouts. Oh, like, uh, see, I'm like the exact opposite there. I love the self-checkout. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to somebody. I don't want them to... I but ninety percent of the time I use the self checkout. I end up having to talk with somebody in some way. Yeah, I get that. But my issue with the the checkout people, and and if you're a checkout person, if you're a cashier, take notes here. Um, you can fit more than one item in a bag. Why every item seems to get its like own individual bag drives me nuts. Because there's a I million plastic bags in the world. But if I have if I do self checkout, I can just fit everything into like two or three bags. And that's the way it should be. I I like to individual bag items sometimes because I use plastic bags for picking up dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess that makes sense. But other than that, I mean. But I don't know. I don't have to carry 17 bags into my house when I can And if you put four. too much stuff in a bag, then there gets holes in them and then it's useless for the job I want it to do later. Unless your and they're job, free. Unless in your job you want to get dog shit on your hand. Oh, in which God. case, <laughs> have you seen my dogs? No, big they're group. gross. Oh man! Well, we've went off the rails there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, last week I kind of said this would be like a, a good time to you know focus on Christmas, kind of get away from politics because. It is what it is at this point. But then yesterday, me and Amanda went to her aunt's and we talked politics for a while. And it just re reinvigorated me 
and I don't want to just ignore politics for the month because Trump is gonna win. <laughs> I hope so. No, like I'm. I don't even think it's hope or like I'm. Trump will get four more years. Sorry. <laughs> I'm I was not saying, sorry, but sorry. I was saying to mom and dad the other day. It got into a heated discussion. Um, I was like, "How are you gonna get him out?" <laughs> That's what I keep saying is. is what if he you guys refuses? cheated. He, what if he refuses to accept your results? Because I don't accept your I don't results, accept it. And he doesn't leave. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get, good luck. Get him out. I mean, we've been, we've been through it. But that's what I'm saying, too. I mean, <clears throat> we've been following everything so closely for so long now that it feels like it is time. The fight has to continue. I mean, you can't. Just ignore it and wish it away. Like, the forces we're up against aren't going away, so we can't pretend it's over. Um, even if Trump weren't to get four more years, and as much as you'd want to pretend that politics didn't matter, it does matter. And the forces that be will still be. But I do believe that Donald Trump is not acting, sounding... Or doing things that a defeated presidential if, candidate when would ever do. have you seen a president but, lose an election and then go give a campaign rally saying, not only did I not lose that election, I won that election. But to be fair, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris aren't acting like... They're, they lost either. They're, no, they're not acting like candidates who necessarily won, though. Like they're act, they you know they got the presidential elect, president elect, and Joe Biden's been nominating or naming Putting people that cabinet, he would. Yeah. But at the same time, they've been nearly invisible, and yes. they've tried to be visible. Like they've gone, they've gone on CNN, and they've done a few little town hall. No things, one cares, but no one cares. People care about Trump. Yeah. No one cares. He's gold. Yeah. Trump is gold. You and can Kamala hate Harris. Trump. Kamala Harris hasn't stepped down from her Senate seat. Because she knows she's gonna just be a senator. She needs to be a senator because <laughs> like she's definitely not gonna be vice president or president. No, because it's because Trump's not going. Because it's fraudulent. Because they know they cheated. And there's and constitutional mechanisms in place. Yeah. To prevent this kind of fraud, if the fight happens, and Donald Trump is trying to make sure the fight happens. And this is the point I want to get across to anyone who maybe doesn't like Trump or doesn't like where this is going. You guys did this. <laughs> this is we take no. Responsibility. I take I take no responsibility for no, whatever t- happens. I take responsibility. No, I don't. No, I do. I do actually. For what? It's every single American's fault that we are in the place we are, and it started at least in the '60s. But not my fault. I was no, 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 no. But it was because we voted for Obama, and we participated in the mass extermination of millions of people across the middle east over the last 20 years and prior to that it was vietnam and korea and prior to that xyz our government has been corrupt and profiteering off war abroad for about five decades or more so every american who refuses to recognize that and complies or doesn't resist the powers that be or the status quo of this government is in my opinion you know uh, you know they're you're essentially giving consent, manufactured consent, but consent. Yeah, like, but my whole thing, and what I mean by like, you did this is, but you there was there was a scenario in which Trump loses in four years, doesn't get reelected, and we all move on. But that scenario was never allowed to happen. Because from day one of Trump's presidency, what did we get? We got crying, whining, he's not my president, anger, and for four years, lies, bullshit investigations, everything around it was just bullshit. So I don't, therefore, I don't trust anything you did, I'm not going to trust your results, and I'm going to fight them till I can't fight anymore. Therefore, not my fault, um, you wait. did this. But, but, but. It's not – there's only so much responsibility you could put on to the average voter in those terms because a lot of it is the news media and the politicians themselves. Like our society is 
essentially, oh man, what do you want to call it? Like it's a puppet show. It's almost like the I, I keep using this the the cave analogy. The Plato's cave. Yeah, that's too I keep though. Using, using that analogy. The problem with using the Plato's cave analogy is that it's too people roll their eyes and they they disregard it. But it's so true. I think it's more like the Truman Show, where like. The reality that you live day to day is really put together and constructed for you by powers that are way outside and beyond your control. Like if you if, if you turned off and disconnected your televisions, if you threw out your cell phone, if you never went on the internet, and you just drove to work, and you came home, and you spent time outside, and you breathed the air, and you walked to the mall, or whatever it is you did. I don't think your anxiety levels or your thought processes or your um, interpretations of events would be anywhere near the same, right? No, I agree. I okay, agree with that. so in our reality, the one that is dictated, we're hyper focused on these on these sensationalized yellow. It's it's yellow journalism, but it's to it's to an extreme now that we never imagined because of how connected everyone is online. So the opinions of the two hive minds of our country, the left and the right of this duopoly is constantly at war with one another, but no one's giving responsible, truthful information. It's all spin and partisan propaganda. Where does humanity go? If right, like if, if that's really it, if it's, <clears throat> excuse me, if it really is kind of what you say, right? Where it's, this is manufactured and there's there's powers that be that kind of Truman Show it esque. How do we fix that? Where do we go? You need and this is why yeah. we voted for Donald Trump and if he doesn't do it, he has He's a officially he has a month left. Not officially, unofficially. But like the consensus of the powers that be that would tell you he has a month left, right? So if in that month there's no exposure of the truth of any of the major scandals of the last hundred years, then I don't think we could say... When he got into office, remember, the JFK files were a big deal. They were going to come out. And then they got delayed again. And then there was all these rumors that the CIA had destroyed so many of them. And then they came out, but some redacted, not in the full number, but there were going to be more. And then there weren't really. Well, all you have to do is release that stuff and he has it. Tell us everything there is. Let it. us know. Give us aliens. Give us JFK. Give us 9-11. Give us... <clears throat> give us anything. Obama. Uh, I mean, Os- not Obama. Osama, Osama bin, Laden. bin Laden. Or Obama. <clears throat> like Obama's... Or Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Hillary, give us any of it. And you don't have to arrest them. You don't have to bring justice. But tell us Let what... Let the people show know. The, expose the, the political know. system. Show them... That way, for people like us, that when we want to argue these, these things... We could just we can point actually to documents. point to documents. Yeah. But then I guess maybe the argument is maybe those documents don't exist. Maybe we are wrong. Well, that would also be something that... I mean, we could be wrong. Yeah, we but 100% could be wrong. Ultimately, it's incredulous... The problem is with that, and this is what I always go back to, right? Like, just go to one of the examples. Go to 9-11. There's no... It defies reality. It takes... It takes you to believe impossibilities for you to believe the government story. There are lies in the government story. So, if they're lying about small matters relatively in their official narratives about something as consequential and important as the 9-11 tragedy then what else can we trust them with and that's and then that touches everything yeah because you get into like the vaccines okay vaccines are good yes medicine is good no one's like medicine and doctors bad burn the medicine and doctors no but pharmaceutical companies are not inherently good. Pharmaceutical companies are companies, and they put profit over anything else. And that's fine, but 
putting your entire trust in their mass-produced vaccines, which are one of their biggest profit makers. Well, so there's that <clears throat> there's that documentary about the. It specifically focuses on the MMR vaccine, the measles, mumps, rubella that's yeah. packaged into the three and delivered. Um, and the the revelations in that documentary about how vaccines don't need FDA approval and they can go through like if these companies they lobby to get their vaccines put into the vaccine schedule because getting your vaccine put into a schedule gives you so much money for the company it's so lucrative for them so it doesn't have to get um certified it can go right into the schedule and these companies profit off of it well, there's You're a lot creating a system in which these companies are incentivized to just rush these vaccines and add more and more and more vaccines. Look at the vaccine schedule to children now as to where they were like when you were born, when I was born. Well, yeah, like that's the the thing is like do you really need to vaccinate kids for chickenpox? Like do you really need to? I don't know. But I had chickenpox, I was fine. I'm fine. If there's an old Brady Bunch episode like the Vax documentary, I think is worthwhile for a lot of reasons. A lot of people take a lot of issues with with some of the claims in it, but I mean the two things in it that I think are undeniably interesting. At least you know they'll pique your curiosity, no matter which side of the aisle on vaccines you are. Are the the stories firsthand from the dozens and dozens and dozens of mothers and parents of autistic children. Who have the same exact story. The same story. It's eerie. It's chilling. It's scary. And there have been uh, so many studies. And always, everyone always points to a few specific studies that doubt the cause, the connection between autism and um, vaccines. And who knows? I mean, there are a lot of studies. But there are also studies that do link the two. And all the, and all like the first-hand stories, are, they're so scary and i i'm not a parent i'm not gonna be a parent soon but you never know and it's just like these these parents have a perfectly normal healthy baby for a couple months or for however long before they go get this and it's the same one it's the mmr they go and get the vaccine the next day their child is changed forever and there's nothing you can do about it the bang of the heads. The bang of the heads. Like, this, the everything. It's changes. the same. And it's like hundreds and hundreds of stories and similar cases. So that's what the one thing. And then the the vaccine court where taxpayers have to front the damages from vaccines. People act like vaccines don't have risk or consequence. Like, vaccines They're have side effects just like any other prescription yeah. medication, medication you're putting into your body. Which is exactly why... Vaccines should never be mandated or forced on the population. They should be up to the individual to choose whether or not they want it. First of all, it's a it's a product. Yes. So the consumer should choose whether or not they want to buy a product. But then it's your body. So right, isn't the idea my body, my, my choice? choice? Isn't it my choice if I want to get injected only, with some specific only, medication that's going to change me choice. in some way? It's only your choice when it's something that they want. So now it's not worth it to be incredibly paranoid or, you know, uh, resistant to all forms of vaccination and all but it's it is important to do your homework and to read what the vaccines do and what's in them and what the side effects could be because there are people who understand and they're very powerful what the side effects are and they're not willing to front the bill for it they're only willing to let the taxpayer do it so like if someone gets a vaccination and they can prove in court which happens all the time that they were harmed from the vaccine they will settle suit they will make money and that money comes out of the taxpayer's pocket, not the vac- not the that's, pharmaceutical. Yeah, that's kind of what scares me about the money, the COVID vaccine. That, yeah, that's coming out. It's like I I do like you see you already see it right. Like Ticketmaster came out and they said like if you're gonna attend concerts, like you have to prove that you got the COVID vaccine. So are we gonna go? Are we really gonna slippery slope this and go into a world where you this the COVID vaccine is mandatory? Yes. <laughs> Something, a, a disease in which has a 99% um, survival rate, or 95% survival rate ba- based on all populations. The progressives have gone hard authoritarian. 
But like that's crazy. <laughs> I know. Right? It's great. We need we need a mandatory vaccination for that. Yes, that's what they think. But here's the. Do thing. you get a flu shot? No, I. Really... I don't. I'm. I i do not think I've ever gotten a flu shot. I will when I need it. Yeah, but like right now, like you're a healthy young individual. Yeah. When was the last time you had the flu? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think I've only got, <laughs> the last time I had the flu was a freshman in high school. Yeah, I don't even know. So. I once had traveler's stomach. What's well, you got from like, what going like overseas and shit? And eating seafood, that was awful. That was like two weeks. What's that? What's that fucking thing you get when you go on cruises? The norovirus. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you get that when you go on cruises. Well, but it, if you it, can get it, it if it yeah, yeah. spreads <laughs> on a cruise ship, then people. If just... you go on a cruise, you're guaranteed to get the norovirus. <laughs> but yeah, like, isn't that shit crazy? I'm like, scary. But that's the thing, is right. Like, there's, there's. Risk. There's sickness. There's so many diseases. There's things in this world. <laughs> yeah. But COVID has become so politicized and like the end all be all. I've been saying it for months, like almost literally the beginning. Like it's a new illness. Like I don't know why this is so hard for everyone to. There's a new illness out. Hey guys, also all the rage. The new illness. Some people are gonna get it. It might kill a lot of us. But hey, it's just another illness. Like, luckily, it's not the Black Death. Luckily. It's not polio. I keep going back to that. Like, Joe Rogan said... <laughs> Can you imagine said, if this were polio? People I, would be shitting dude, their that's pants. that's what I'm saying. Joe Rogan said this months ago when it was, like, in the height of it. And he goes, how come no one's coming out and saying, like, how lucky we are that, like, our pandemic is COVID? He's like, it could have been so much worse. COVID's yeah. not that bad, comparatively. I know it's sad. Like, you see the death numbers, but I don't know who out there is trusting these numbers anyway. Before... I'm not, I'm not saying, like... Your your family members aren't at risk. Of course not. Yes. We have family members that are at risk. Of course. But it the the numbers are a hundred percent inflated. At least the the case numbers are. And the, the death numbers we'll never truly know how many people died with from actual COVID. Like you get COVID, you died of COVID. You know? No. Well most and most people are dying with the secondary causes. Which we know are like pneumonia and heart failure. And then those people are getting listed as COVID deaths because they had a cough or they tested positive. And we know the tests aren't very accurate and they have a million false positives. It's a, you know, it's a big racket here. Now, it's a, it's a racket for a lot of different reasons, but it's not like the disease doesn't exist. I, I kind of got into it with Dad the other day because like, we were talking about having to quarantine if, if we travel and... He's like, oh, yeah, the whole thing's a hoax. And I said, it's not what I'm saying. I believe it's real. No one is, uh, I am not arguing that There's it's not There's definitely real. a new sickness that you can catch but and spread. The, the reaction to it, the lockdowns, the rules. Yes. Like, are we, do we really think, this was my, we were, we were at Costco the other day. It was fucking packed. <laughs> Costco was packed. You'd think these fucking pieces of cloth, and the if this was all right, hold on. If, napkin you tape it, over your okay. damn face. If it was, if it, if COVID was really gonna be affected by masks, don't you think there would have been like one mask that was proven? This is the mask that we all wear. People are wearing book socks. People are wearing pieces of paper. Some people are wearing the N95s. Some, Some people, people are just are, wrapping T-shirts around. So their what's face. the so? Just anything and you can around it anyway. Yeah. So anything around your mouth works. I don't know. It's I go back the to the science behind it. I gave up arguing with people about it because before the masks became in vogue, back when they were still saying don't wear masks, and then they said that they lied to you about telling you not to wear no, masks you to protect masks. other people, yeah. but they totally aren't lying to you about anything else. How crazy is that shit? Like, yeah, we did tell you not to wear masks knowing that you probably should wear masks because we were trying to protect the doctors, but we're totally not going to lie to you about anything else to protect anyone else ever again. Now, forgetting all that... Uh, if you back before they said wear masks all the time, you could go online and Google and look up all the studies from all the many illnesses that had come out prior to COVID nineteen, all the other hit hot pandemics that hit the market. Every single time we have a pandemic or an epidemic, they go into the studies about what masks do, how they work, and the conclusions are always the same. For the mass populations. They're marginally effective. But generally speaking, most people 
don't wear them correctly, don't take care of the masks a proper way, and they become more like vectors of the illness. They help transmit it. Now, I read a study of studies, a meta-study of about 950 studies that had been done in the, in the previous 100 years on mask effectiveness during pandemics. Okay. The conclusion of that study was that all the other studies with like a 78% consensus, this is all general specific, so like if you're going to fact check this, good luck. That's Sal's middle name, by the way. <laughs> Sal general specifics, be honest. We often say he knows the general specifics about a lot of things, most things almost. It's but that's good. it. Just that's the, it. Yeah. yeah, get the rough idea of a lot of things. But to the tune of about 78% of those articles saying that it's almost useless to wear masks. So like, it's only in the last 18 months that science had this new revelation that masks can save you from this virus. But specifically the surgical masks, the reason why they don't wear those, or they do wear those in surgery, is to prevent, prevent spit droplets, right? That's what we talk mm-hmm. about, spit droplets. But as far as I know, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, I don't have a medical degree, but I have read a bunch of shit. And as far as I can come away with, my uh, what I understand is that the virus particles that actually spread in aerosol form are 0.03 microns in size. And the biggest particle your mask can help you with is point like zero eight. So you're talking about like literally half the size of what your mask actually... Think about it. Like smoke, right? When smoke is in the air, that is a bigger particle than the virus. Yeah. If you were in a burning building... And you needed to breathe. And you had on the, the mask, mask won't help you. So if you're standing within six feet of someone else and yes. you're breathing, your breath, you can't see it. It's a big poof of breath. They always visualize it with like green. It yeah, looks yeah. like steam. It's coming off. That's coming off your face when you breathe. Yeah. When you put that stupid fucking mask up against your fucking mouth. It's not protecting. It's not stopping that steam from going. It stops it from going six feet away. So it does slow the spread, right? So like people who are with. But. It still exists in the air. That still would breathe when other people have masks. It's not stopped from them going into their lungs. None of this makes any s- Now, maybe it does help a little bit. Maybe maybe even some bit. But it's not stopping this fucking illness because we've been in it a year. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> we've, we've been wearing masks. I don't I like wear, masks and I, I wear them. Masks. I wear it everywhere <laughs> I go. I follow the rules. I go into stores, I have my mask on. It's so dumb. And most people, I would say 95% of people are just like that who don't like masks. And they wear it anyway. They Because they have to, right? And this disease still spreads. And it still spreads. Most people aren't in the Walmarts making a stink about not wearing masks. Could you make the argument that maybe we're like elongating this virus's life cycle? I think the the goal was, was always trying to get it to the election. They like, achieved their goal when they were able to change the the rules for the election to make you mail-in mail ballots. Yeah. That was the goal. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, I think the hysteria has been on it. Like, if we didn't cover it and talk about it the way we do, and we just said, there's a new illness. Like, if we treated it like H1N1. Yeah, I don't remember H1N1. I was, a, I was an eighth grade freshman in high school, and I really don't remember anyone talking about it. I don't remember it being like this big thing. Maybe it wasn't. It really was wasn't that big. Completely thing. oblivious to it because I wasn't. I didn't care back then. Not compared to what COVID is. It was, it was nothing. It was a blip. And that's why. And that's why the vaccine really does scare me. Is are we just gonna mass mandate this vaccine? You what? have no choice but to take this vaccine for a sickness that if you got. You most likely would be completely okay. Or are they going to say, you don't have to take the vaccine, but if you don't take the vaccine, you're not allowed to go to like baseball games or public Which, if parks. that's the case, listen, I I often say, I will fight for my rights until it interferes with sports. <laughs> if I can't fly. go to a Yankee game without getting the vaccine, fuck it. Give me Inject the vaccine. me. Because I'm going to watch <laughs> Judge hit bombs this year. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. That's my principle. <clears throat> I'm just going to get fake documents to say that I can get it. That's fine. Like, he was vaccinated. Get forged vaccine papers. It's going to turn into some, like, Blade Runner alternate reality where, like, papers, please. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. Susan. 
But that's the point. That like it's all coinciding with the Great Reset and China's resurgence now with Joe Biden. Like it's all a big it's all a big scam. It's all gonna happen. We're going to a fucking cashless society where everything you do is gonna be online. They're gonna know where you are at all times. We are we're with. literally just in there'll never be a rebellion because they'll we're, just be able to assassinate individuals. We're in the living bedroom. we're living episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, so good to look good luck, everyone. Good night and God bless. Like, are we too far? How long have we been talking? An hour. Oh, That's perfect. Good. good night and God bless, everyone. On that note, you live in a dystopia. You have for a while, but you're starting to realize it. It's a nightmare out there, and it's only getting worse. If Trump loses, it will only get worse. This may be our most uplifting episode yet. Hey, keep on tuning in for more happy hour with Frank and Sal. Fuck the Jets. Fuck the Jets, God. Go Dolphins. Beat Go the Chiefs. Dolphins. Just keep watching sports, ignore politics, go back to sleep. There's nothing you can do. We're all dead. We're all, We're gonna all die. on a train that has <laughs> going no the fucking tracks. conductor. There's no one at the at the he- at the helm. We're all just speeding towards our eventual death. But that's okay. We're all together. The Giants won that game, by the way. Woo! Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, I'll give them more credit than I gave them 35 minutes ago. They're still bad, All though. I want it. They're just better than the Redskins and the Eagles. And maybe the Cowboys. Alright. Alright. Have a good night, everyone. See you next week. Yep.
No, yours actually looks like it's coming up better than mine. Good job, Pep. Good girl. Quinn, lay down, boy. Be a good boy. Right. You guys now just have to sit like that for the next hour. Hey! Whoa, God! <laughs> that Pepper, is terrifying. Pepper's so scary. <laughs> that was horrifying. Pepper, lay down, you monster! And you smell like shit. 